there, I am Reese, and you are listening to Renew Yokai. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, what are yokai? That's what I'm here to answer for you. But you're not only going to be learning about that, I will also teach you the history of these magical creatures and how they are creeping into our everyday lives. To answer your question, yokai are magical beings that appear in Japanese folklore. Now, sadly enough, there are no words to exactly describe yokai since it is such a broad subject. Even in its native language, Japanese, it is hard to explain. But if you were to exactly translate it, it would translate to bewitching, mystery, or wonder. Next is a brief history of yokai before we get into how they are slowly coming into our lives every day. Yokai had a huge surge in popularity throughout the Edo period before it was pushed aside during the Meiji Restoration. I think that Matthew Meyer from Yokai.com says what happened during this time period best. Ghost stories and stories about monsters and strange phenomena from all over Japan experienced a huge surge in popularity. The very first mythical bestiaries were put together by folklorists and artists like Toriyama Shiken who collected the oral traditions in rural Japan for consumption by the growing urban population, and added a few original monsters into the mix. Siekin's yokai encyclopedia set the stage for other artists, and the new tradition was born. It quickly expanded into every aspect of Japanese culture, from fine art to the high theater, from aristocratic ghost-telling parties to low-class bouldery, and so on. It wasn't until World War II that it was brought back up again, when by the name of Shigeru Mitsuki, a manga artist, saw Yokai's potential. Finally, we have reached the part of the podcast where we're going to be talking about how Yokai are affecting the modern media. Have you ever watched Pokemon? If not, Pokemon is a TV show and trading card game. Pokemon themselves are creatures that can be trained to fight others in battles, and they can also evolve into stronger versions of themselves. But did you know that most of the characters are based off of yokai? For example, Lampet, a ghost and fire type Pokemon that looks like a lamp with a blue flame, um, is based off of the yokai Chochinobake, which is a lantern but with one or more eyes and a large tongue. Not only Pokemon has creatures based off of yokai in it, the TV show and game Yokai Watch which stars Nathan Adams as he finds a yokai watch that can show him the invisible world of yokai. But even though yokai are used in children's TV shows, some are very dangerous and deadly, like the Ushiona, which directly translates to ox demon. It is said to breathe toxic gas and eats humans. But of course, there are good ones. Here's one that would be helpful today. It is called the Amoebe and it wards off plagues to anyone who sees this picture. Some more examples of yokai. The Nekomata, which translates to forked cat, is a creature that looks just like a regular cat except for the fact that it's meters long and has two tails. Another animal type yokai is the Tenko, which translates to heavenly fox. These yokai are good kitsunes, and kitsunes are just foxes with many tails and magical powers, whether malicious or not. The Tenko is the highest ranking of Kitsune, and they are spiritual beings, so they can take on any form that they would like, but they usually take the form of a magical, human-like goddess.
that's all for today. Hopefully, I will have the time and motivation to make another episode of Renew Yokai. Anyways, thank you for tuning in on this magical adventure where we learned about the lost world of Yokai with me, Reese, from Gold Hill Middle School. <laughs>